0: This is the Poppin' Kernels podcast with Kylie Ostendorf and Megan Williams. So grab some salt and pepper and settle in for Poppin' Kernels.
1: What is poppin'? better than ever we're back We're back. We're back. (laughs) we're back we've been sitting on a gold mine for months a hot minute we're gonna share a little bit about our norman trip where we've been what we've been doing which i feel like we say this every time but you guys need to know and you guys ask for it so you do you do ask for it often one thing I wanted to talk about in this podcast, my grandpa passed away, and I just wanted to take this time to honor him and share a tribute. My grandpa is the reason why I came to Nebraska. He grew up in Gothenburg, and when he graduated high school, he joined the Navy and moved to California, and that's where he met my grandma. And they were married for 57 years, and we grew up Husker fans. So I've been a Husker fan since... I was born, and then when I decided to come here, I was the first person in my family to go to college, and my grandpa was the first one that I told that I was coming here, so I just wanted to take this time to honor him, because I'm going to miss him a lot. If it wasn't for him, you guys wouldn't have me here as a Husker fan, and I like to say he's the first true Nebraska gentleman I've ever met, but I wanted to give a tribute to my grandpa, Roger Ostendorf.
2: I love it. Thank you. And... Shout out to your grandpa for bringing you here and bringing you into my life. So that happened when you were back home Mm -hmm. and
1: that happened when you were working for the summer league. Yep. I was working the summer league. So I went home the first time I got a call to work for a WNBA all-star game and I changed my flight and I was like, yeah, I'm in, let's do it. And then they asked me to come back for the summer league and I didn't know if it was going to work, but I needed to make it work because it was a great opportunity. And then my grandpa, he passed away right before I was going to go back. And so I had to go back home. It was kind of a crazy time because yeah, when I left like, Vegas the first time, I knew it was probably going to be the last time that I was going to see him, but I didn't know it was going to happen that quickly because right. I think it happened in like yeah, it was weeks or 10 pretty days. Pretty much, yeah. yeah, I was at home for a while and then I freaking got COVID. My parents got COVID. I got COVID. So that kind of sucked, kind of put us on a backtrack for the podcast.
2: Actually, the first time... Well, you came back here after that, but then the first time we really got together was when we went to Norman. You were sick, your parents were sick, and you just kind of had a run of bad luck, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're at home just kind of feeling shitty. And then you log on to twitter.com and say, Hey, gonna miss this game because I have COVID, really sad about it. Like, have a great time, everyone. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, there's a ton of supportive comments, but then there's got to be that guy, right? Yeah. There's always got to be that guy who wants to come in and say, whoa. And and <laughs> I don't even necessarily want to go into this one because it's bringing just, up so. people's views on uh, all of the COVID craziness and vaccinations and whatever, like, I don't even want to go into yeah. it. Um, That's not our show. Not, not our show. <laughs> no. Um But this guy did. And by the way, Kylie was vaccinated, so just so yeah. everybody has that out there um, in case anybody else wants to come at us or whatever. Yeah, and I was too in case anybody wants to come at me. <laughs> I, I might as well throw it out there. Yeah. Otherwise, people are just gonna be like, well, "Why didn't you say this?" Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's like you can't ever just say something about your mm-hmm. life without someone coming at you with, well, why not this? And, well, actually, you should have done this. And it's like, can <laughs> I just live? <laughs> like... Exactly.
1: That's where I have a hard time with Twitter because I'm not good at snapping back at people or sticking up for myself just because I'd rather not. But in this case, like I had to say something. And you pretty much had a team of people <laughs> that were... <laughs> An army. I, the Colonel's fam came hard. They did. Colonel's uh, fam for... showed up. Uh-huh. I think his name was Stan. I don't know. He's gone now. He's- <laughs> He's- <laughs> he is I gone now.
2: Love- I love thinking about the people we've blocked along the way
1: It's just being gone. Listen, we can't think about them anymore. They're gone. Yeah. What was hard for me is that Even just with school, when I graduated, I had pneumonia, and then I graduated, I went home, my grandpa was dying, I came back, and then I worked the summer league, which was 14 days straight, it was awesome. I tweeted that about the first game, and I was really sad about it, and he just came at me, and at that point, like, we had been battling COVID for two-plus weeks, me, my mom, and my dad quarantined in the house and like I just gotten out into the world basically not even out into the world yet like I wasn't even allowed to go out and it was so hot in Vegas that you couldn't even like go outside so it was pretty miserable so when he came at me I was just like bro like (laughs) we are all in this together and the bottom line is when it comes to COVID and just the pandemic and everything that we're going through. People have lost sight of just being a human because they're so focused on mask, no mask, <laughs> vaccine, yeah, no yeah. vaccine. I don't care if somebody gets COVID, no matter what, I would hope the best for them. Right. I don't want vaccine them to or die. Not, no matter yeah. what
2: your opinion is on it, I hope if you have to deal with it, it's not it's bad it's, for you. Yeah. That you recover well and would never want someone to lose their life over what we're yeah. going
1: through currently. It's yeah, and it's happening. And I think the, this has gotten to a deep conversation, but I think the <laughs> biggest thing is that getting COVID is terrifying because you don't know. It affects people so yeah. differently. And my mom, she was the first one who got sick and she was like super sick for days. I like, couldn't even move. And then it was just like, no matter what you think, okay, am I going to die? Am I, can I not breathe? All of these things, personally for me, at least, and so when that guy came at me, it was just like, "Dude, I've been battling this, and I'm st- I was still positive at that point." So it was just like, right. "I'm not really here for that." And when we went to Norman, Meg introduced me to the mute button. <laughs> I muted like 200 people <laughs> because I can't handle people. You do well with the small talk on Twitter. I do a little bit, but I just can't handle the stupid people. Yeah, that tweet about Scott Frost that I said. All of these people were like, "Have you even watched the games?" <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh my favorite. Uh,
2: my favorite is yeah. Have you even watched the games for one? But also like, whoop, here we go again. Whoop, here this again. And it's like, if you're fucking Nostradamus, then why aren't you yeah. making five million dollars a
1: year? Have you ever played football in your life?
2: No. Yeah, I, I love when people ask me like. Well, have you ever this? Have you ever this? Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like That's why I just
1: muted all of those people. can
2: have an opinion. I guess, I think I do well with it because, number one, I like to talk. <laughs> That's fairly obvious. And you're nicer <laughs> than me. And, like, I I genuinely do like to interact with yeah. most people. Most I people. do, too. I know you do. Yeah, it just... I just have I just a like zero
1: tolerance it. for stupid people. Yeah. I've worked in journalism for 12 years. I know what I'm talking about when it comes to football.
2: I have um, a higher tolerance because I have been on social media for a very long
1: And you time. drink more beer than me. And
2: I drink a lot of beer. I'm actually off beer right now. So <laughs> oh,
1: I'm off beer right <laughs> it's now. It's going
2: to be a really long 70 days. So I go on vacation in uh, seventy days? 60-some days, I think. So,
1: uh,
2: oh yeah how, I, don't, I don't know I go on vacation the weekend. first week of December If you guys have heard of 75 hard but I decided I can't quite do that so I'm calling this 75 soft and I'm mm-hmm. still trying to drink a very limited amount of alcohol which if the Huskers continue to lose in the fashion that they have lost I will
1: not be able to make that happen <laughs> So we talked about the 75 soft because I wanted to do the 75 hard because you'll be going on your trip. It falls on my birthday. Birthday week. So I wanted to start 75 days before my birthday, but I was going to call it 75 soft. But then honestly, I changed my mind because (laughs) Jason, Peter, in the episode when he says, so he calls somebody soft. You guys will listen to it later. But um. I was like, I don't want people to think I'm soft because I'm not. So I'm very (laughs) fluffy right now. Like, I've seriously packed it (laughs) freaking on. I am too. Packed on the pounds. I'm very soft. But I'm doing 75 hard for me. So 75 workouts in 75 days. But I, too, could not commit to 75 hard yet because I need to drink. To get through football season, I really do. So <laughs> I really I don't, feel like, um, I don't
2: feel like you have to justify that to to even, anyone, but especially not to me because
1: I, I understand. Even celebrating, I drink when we're losing, and I drink yeah. when we're winning. So. We so
2: we had a freaking great time in
1: Norman, <laughs> drinking
2: away our pain slash celebrating, oh. having a different kind of pain than we thought we would maybe potentially have.
1: I basically was walking around Norman like we won that game. Like, I was so hyped. (laughs) Probably more than Megan. Like, we won that game. Like, that was the best possible outcome. Granted, we made mistakes and beat ourselves, but it couldn't have been any better. And I haven't been to a college football game on the road since before I was 21. So it was uh, a good time. I learned that I can't really hang with Megan and her (laughs) beer drinking. I, I try. But (laughs) what was your favorite part? I'm a professional.
2: (laughs) She is a professional. I'm a professional beer drinker. I think, honestly, my favorite part was I've been to quite a few different venues for college football. I truly felt like Oklahoma fans are the closest as far as the way they behave and the way they support their team that Mm -hmm. I've seen to Nebraska fans anywhere I've been. They're knowledgeable yeah. about college football. They they want to win, but they want to win the right way. Mm-hmm. Granted, I say all this, and then this past <laughs> week, their student section was chanting, um, to put in their second string quarterback." I was here for that, but um, you were, that. yeah. I don't like him. I don't like him either. <laughs> but what if our student section was chanting to put in? We our wouldn't do. Quarterback? We wouldn't.
1: We wouldn't do that. I really don't think we would do that. Like they were. We are him
2: close in at the Fordham game. The student section was booing Adrian. My mom ass was not happy. For Because I feel like he is my own that was child. <laughs> that was the game I missed. Yeah. Okay. At the, yeah. at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. When the we first game kind of, were, of the yeah, season. Yeah, first series, struggling on offense a little Once bit. It
1: because I wasn't
2: there. Because you weren't there. And I'm serious. Like, the student section starts booing, and I'm like,
1: you little Yeah, I don't
2: like A-holes. That.
1: You little <clears> a-holes. Because I love Adrian. Yeah, we wouldn't do it. But Oklahoma fans, they would. Ain't nobody got time for that. Right. You know what else ain't nobody got time for? Huh? Scott Frost hate.
2: I don't have time for Scott Frost no. hate. I, I really don't. I'm so sick of people <laughs> talking about it. I really am. Because a lot of times in my life, what starts out as a tweet evolves into a two-page essay, <laughs> and then, <Great. laughs> then it gets scaled back. Um, sometimes it makes it to my blog. Sometimes it just, I'm able to squeeze it into 240 characters. But I guess it. what I want to say is there's kind of two groups out there right now, right? And mm-hmm. And there's not. There's not just two groups. <laughs> there's many, many people who realize that this is a lot more complicated of a conversation than just... Is he good or is he bad? Mm -hmm. Like, there are so many nuances here that make this way more difficult than just, should we fire him or no? Like, it's, you know, right now we're, the answer is no. The answer is no, but I mean, so there's kind of these two camps, right? Like, yes and no, and then whatever else is in between. What I think the people who feel he should be fired think about people that don't are that, We are so blinded by our love for Scott Frost that we couldn't possibly see the future of Nebraska football without him. And God forbid (laughs) he should ever leave us because we will never be able to move on from this tragic event. And it's like, dude, that's not it. Like, no. We all know there are, maybe, okay, we don't all know, but a lot of people. But um, Megan and I know. Know that there are perfectly capable coaches out there that may be able to come here and turn this place around. But I'm just not ready to give up yet. Mm -mm. Not when the defense is playing the way they are. Not when this team has been making strides, even if it's not showing up in the win column. Because you can't tell me the team from last year or two years ago would have showed up in Norman like they did, would have showed up in East Lansing like Mm -hmm. they did. So, yes, it's not showing up in the win column this year. And I understand the way the losses have gone are very frustrating. But this is also one of the... before the season started, was considered one of the top five toughest schedules in the nation. Yep. So, progress may not be eight wins. Yeah. Sorry. I, I get very, I'm very ranty today. I am too. And I'm, and I'm very, like, I talk with my hands. Like, I feel like, like, She's I like need, like, a gavel. I, yeah, I'm drawing, I'm like, I wish you guys could phone. see So then, so there's that camp that thinks these people are all morons, right? And then there's this other camp people who are like, well, if you fire everybody now, what in the hell are you going to do? I guess I'm closer to that side because three coaches, three coaches, three totally different philosophies, three restarts in eight years, ain't it?
1: Mm -mm.
2: Nope. And the argument to that, you know, becomes, well, how do you know someone couldn't come in? (laughs) Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I'm not Nostradamus. I mean, I think I am sometimes, but I'm
1: not. I think where I stand with my experience covering college football, I just know that it takes time. You know, last season we were lucky enough to go to games and see them play mm-hmm. in person. They're more physical, they're bigger, faster, stronger. Absolutely.
2: They look and more like a
1: Big Ten team than <laughs> we've seen in a while. A while. The last two seasons I had. Thought that Adrian got too big because it made him slower. He's lost weight, and I just feel like after talking to Mario and Jason, you need somebody who understands Nebraska. The biggest annoyance to me on Twitter is like people who just think or act like they care more about it than Scott Frost and Adrian Martinez. I know personally through my roommate and friends working with the football team, like they are working so hard and. My heart hurts for them because I'm annoyed with us losing and I don't work 12 hours a day, seven days a week. Trying to get it right. Trying to get it right. And they do. I don't want anyone else until at least next season because I think Scott Frost has earned that. Granted, it hasn't gone as we hoped it to go, but I also think that once it clicks, it takes me a while to figure something out. Like this podcast, (laughs) it has taken us a while to figure it out. But once we figure it out and it clicks, it's smooth sailing from there. Right. So I feel like once we get those wins, multiple wins in a row, like Jason has talked about. Yeah. They'll feel what it's like to win and it'll hurt more when we lose. And with
2: the notion that, well, Scott's only getting more time because he's a Nebraska guy.
1: Good. Yeah, he should. Maybe not
2: well, he's earned that and maybe that's what it takes for us to give someone more time. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't Scott, if it was Joe Blow or whatever else, like, Mike Riley. at this point, after moving on from Bo, after having the next coach for only three seasons, after seeing this coach for a four like, is that really what you want to do? No. no. So if being a Nebraska guy buys Scott more time, is that the worst thing on earth? Not no. in my eyes. To some people, yes. Because I also think a lot of people who don't like him don't like him because he's kind of a tough... Confident dude. That's why I like him.
1: So they're like, oh, well, look at Mac Brown going to Carolina and winning. Coach Frost has only been a head coach for six seasons. He's learning how to run a team at a big program, and being a head football coach at UCF is five million times different than running it at Nebraska. Right. A lot of times people forget we were not talked about at a national level. In the slightest bit.
2: Don't you feel that we are now? Oh yeah. And it's so all because of Scott been?
1: Frost. Yeah. One hundred percent. Because I would sit in meetings and I for college football live and be like, Hey, let's talk about the Huskers and literally get laughed at because <laughs> like we were so irrelevant to college football. Because Scott Frost came back here, he has a lot of I don't know if star power is the right word, but we know he can come potential. potential. I mean Potential yeah. at UCF. And that's why people
2: everywhere we're singing our praises when we made the hire because it made perfect sense it was perfect perfect timing and it still does yeah i'm not somebody who likes to make excuses for anything but i'm not logical about sports sports aren't logical most of the time i want to see him succeed here more than i want to see someone else succeed here and i don't think that's a crime but i think there are so many arguments For why he needs more time. But I still feel like if you're watching the games and you know football, you know how quick it can turn around, too. I'd rather
1: get beat by my own
2: team than
1: to be getting beat by Oklahoma by 65.
2: So I was talking to a former player the other day, a former punter, actually. Mm. He and I both agreed we would rather lose every single game, and I mean 0-12, every single game, and be right in it. And have it come down to the wire then Mm -hmm. get blown out in every conference game ever
1: so that's what i don't have time for people who aren't thinking that way but one person who's definitely not thinking that way is our guy jp i came back to the lab with a clean juice yep pumpkin clean juice it's very good i recommend anyone in lincoln go check out clean juice it's great we talked to jason about it we were originally going to give this to you in three parts but we are just going to give you a gold mine of content and give you all of JP today. You may have to listen to it in two parts.
2: We had to fill you in, get you caught up. So yeah, so you can listen to us. We're going to give you the rest of our interview with Jason Peter, and then we'll be back with more episodes soon. TBD.
1: You got to tell us who you want on Poppin' Kernels. Yes,
2: if you have a guest that you would like us to interview... Or if you just want to hear us talk amongst ourselves. We can do that anytime. Or if you want to be the
1: guest. Yeah. Give us your best pitch. Yeah. And we might pick one of you guys. That that would be cool. <laughs> no, it would be. So hit us up, check out Jason Peter part two preparing for the interview I was listening to some other interviews
2: that you did and I found one from 2017 Mm -hmm. I'm like this could be good so it was with Adam Carriker actually Mm -hmm. but so you're telling him that you liked what the staff was doing as far as recruiting but you felt like it was a lot of window dressing and I loved that because I couldn't agree with that more but do you feel like that has been removed and that Nebraska is starting to get the right type of player and get the mentality changed
0: yeah I I do and and I think you know just with I was talking to Mike Dawson the other day and he was talking about how he's really trying to find out what type of person the kid is the star system and everything is uh, it's it's hard for somebody like myself to like get all on board with mm-hmm. that because, like, who who's really, like, judging these kids? And it's so hard. Like, you see most of the time NFL scouts have a hard time being able to decipher whether or not a, a guy can play or not. And for the most part, they're looking at college kids that are playing against talent that they know the type of talent that's on the other side. With high school, it's like, you're going you to have this 6'5", 300-pound defensive lineman and he's actually, looks like a tornado is following him around Mm -hmm. the field, but what people don't know is that the guard that he's playing against is 5'9", 173 pounds, you know, the center is 5'6", and, you know, 200, you know what I mean? So it's it's really hard to to really judge these guys, just because you don't know who, who they're playing against, and lots of times the film is bad it's hard to see everything now is like highlight tapes i mean Mm -hmm. it's pretty easy to put a highlight tape together you know and make yourself make yourself look like an (laughs) all-american but he wants to know if a guy is willing to work every single day of the week is he coachable does he have an attitude if you know coach tells him do it again um these are things that you kind of need to find out about uh, players if if uh, you know, there's been something in their life that would, you know, be able to be a good indicator as to whether or not has he been on easy street his whole his whole life, um, or has he had to work for, for stuff. Um, and I've always been, uh, I mean, that was kind of Nebraska's deal. Like mm-hmm. we would uh, we we would rather take, and we didn't have the star system, but we we would rather have a three star guy who was willing to work. Than a five star prima donna, do you know? And and so I think that's what Scott and those guys. They obviously it's great if if you can get the five star guy who's willing to work and do all that stuff, and if he's a guy that's going to make guys around him better, because at the end of the day, that's what it's about. Um, you, You know. A lot of guys can go out and just worry about themselves but are you a guy that goes out and makes the guys around him better because it takes more than one guy to go out and win a game so those are things I think that they're 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 making an effort to try to to find out not always the easiest thing when you have you know thousand miles sometimes in between and you're only getting to talk to kids, you know, here and there. Um, you don't see them, you know, in their daily life. But it just means that they have to spend a lot more time, you know, recruiting. And, and uh, but, you know, they they. They feel good, you know, about the the kids that are here, the kids that are coming. We just need to, we just need to win.
1: You know at at the end of the day Mm
0: -hmm. because when these kids start to win and they know how it feels to win to not you know not just win like one game and then lose or win two like they need to know how it feels to win five six in a row right and 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 then losing really sucks now it's a real bad taste in your mouth but they've kind of almost been used to to losing you know it's it's unfortunate i hate saying that but there's been a lot of losing around here and that just becomes like a it's it's an attitude it's a personality flaw or whatever do you know like accepting that oh well we played hard but we lost like i don't yeah. give a shit if you played great it, yeah. at the end of the day it is about the w or about the l um can you learn from losses yeah absolutely you can learn from losses but don't kid yourself it it is all about w's um at this level you know this is not pop warner this is not you know pat on the back but you know you played well or whatever and i was used to that um because i grew up my father's from germany um he's very hard-nosed blue collar i did not get many pats on the back um even when the games would be you know exceptional or whatever it was always about what i could do better um so i wasn't a guy that you know needed to be patted on the back but in today's world i think it's constant where a lot of kids are coddled and they constantly need um that uh, um uh, what's the word I'm looking for like uh, just constantly being reminded that they're they're good player they're a good player right. you know like some days you gotta tell them no you're a piece of shit no not right. a, you're not a piece really? of shit but you yeah. know you're like you played that that's garbage yeah. that's garbage and if you play like that again you're gonna be standing next to me yeah and they have guys now that are on staff that are willing to do that, yeah. and if a guy's not willing to suck it up and and battle through that, then you can't go to you can't go to war with a guy like that. You know, you right. can't go out there and count on a guy. I mean, you can get your feelings hurt. Like, every, if you if you if you're playing at a high level, whether it be a, a Division One or you're playing in the NFL, at some point you got your ass kicked. You yeah. know, but you just part of the game. You just gotta get better from it, and you know, try to make those. Times where you get your ass kicked less and less and less.
2: It's funny because, as a parent, when you say that, like, you think that a lot of parents want their kid to have more playing time and oh, they've been yeah. told they're the best and stuff, like with my daughter, I'm like, you're not to this level. Like, <sighs> right. you're like, right. so it's funny to think about just how different parenting is and hearing.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh. And, and they, trust me, they have to deal with, you know, much more involved involved yeah. parents <laughs> yeah. now, you know, where they're like tracking, you know, their player, their kids playing time and stuff like that. And sometimes they just need like somebody to be like, Hey, your kid's not that good. Okay. Right, like right. he's just another guy right now. Yeah, so yeah. not to say he can't be that guy, but right really? now he's just another dude who's yeah. wearing, you know, the red and white. Um, yeah, he hasn't harder. done shit yet. Yeah. He hasn't proven himself. And that's what you got to get back to at the end of the day is you got to earn everything that you get. Um, and it's, it's complicated football world though because, you know, you could look at somewhere like Nebraska and be like, well, the kids are spoiled, man. They got everything and you could ever want as mm-hmm. a as a football player—the facilities and all that stuff—and and, you know, they always got new Adidas gear in their in their locker and everything. And so you kind of, you know, you're you're playing into it to some degree, but then. You know, you kind of have to because you got to keep up with the Joneses, like, you know, and especially at a place like Nebraska, where we don't have, you know, the ocean. Uh, We don't have this, you know, uh, South Beach or anything down, you know, Mm -hmm. the road. Our deal is is we have great facilities. Um, So uh, you kind of, it's this double-edged sword, but, you know, like, people, do we need a new facility in order to be successful? No, you don't need that. Um, but I think in order to stay in the game, to stay in some of these kids you know uh, mind as far as you know decisions when they put it down to their top five or their top 10, um, there's got to be something that Nebraska can showcase. And I think it's for us, It's it will always be facilities.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And when you talk about winning, carrying everything, I think going into this season, y- we have to have some wins. we got to yeah. get some games. So when you look at the schedule, what do you think? And if you want to talk about the Oklahoma game a little bit and what that game means to you.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I tell them all the time, and I told them when – scott first had uh, me come down and introduced me to the team meeting i said look we got to play the game no matter what so why don't we just plan on winning them all you know like who's to say that that we can't beat anybody on our schedule i'm a firm believer that and and i'm not trying to blow smoke because i already said people have talked enough but as far as their mentality that's what they need to be thinking is yeah yeah
1: absolutely and and they
0: had that there's There's enough horses down there, you know, in the stable for them to compete with anybody. There's not Ty Robinson's all over the place at, at, you know, all the Big Ten schools. I mean, he, you know, he's a kid that he's like a a rare breed. Six, five, 300 pounds can run, is is agile. Unfortunately, that's not, that's not enough, you know, at this level. Because there are guys, you know, that come through. The kid that they had the transfer that came green. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, we had heard, and I remember first time I saw him down there at practice, and you know, they kind of like to say he was like an SEC type player, and, and he was 6'4", 3'15", or whatever, and and could run, but there was something missing, you know, inside. And whether he didn't love the game, or, you know, something didn't click, um, so it, it, it's more than just, you know, height and weight and strength and everything, um, it's uh, it's being able to to compete every single time you put your hand down in the dirt or there's a new play and you know it's about building like the system you know this this kind of infrastructure that you know has to be strong players then ultimately don't have like a choice to do anything different they Mm -hmm. have to kind of come through because this is the way that nebraska works Mm -hmm. and in order for that to kind of really get put into effect though we gotta win you know Mm -hmm. and they're a lot closer than people think when you look at just the games over the last couple years i mean there's a handful of games that you know just a call here the ball bounces this you know whatever it may be a a lot of games games where you're looking at the difference between you know going five and seven and going you know eight and four or whatever um we're not that far and it can be changed overnight. It really can. Um, it's just, you gotta get everybody to buy in. Some guys may look at some of the stuff that we're, we're doing and think, Oh, that's corny as shit or something. you know? But at the end of the day, it's about being, it's about being accountable to one another. It's about playing for one another. We always had the saying that you had to love the guy. You didn't have to like the guy, but you had to love him because that's all you got when you go out there you get the guy next to you on either side and you got a guy behind you and those are the guys that that you got to count on in order to win that's hopefully what we're getting across to them you know so Mm -hmm. we'll see
1: we're gonna play a game of one word association so we're gonna throw some words at you and fire back with the first thing that comes to mind okay ready yeah kevin warren oh
0: uh too quiet Runza, not for me.
1: The Kardashians, not for me. <laughs> Twitter.
0: Oh God, such a love-hate relationship with that one word. Or I can... one word, yeah. Oh, one word. <laughs> uh, Twitter muscles, I guess, is something that comes to mind here. Yeah. Pineapple, love it. Bo Pelini. Oh God, Bo Pelini. Um fire. Mike Riley, the opposite of fire. <laughs> <laughs>
2: fired so yeah
0: soft fired. So, soft if mike riley saw no Is that's that, the next oh, one oh, yeah. I mean, it's appropriate
1: <laughs> you said yeah. it not us
0: um <laughs> okay so soft, uh, um, soft. it's funny because scott just asked me the other, at the end of practice the other day something and the answer to his question was soft uh but uh you know, let's see uh soft uh, soft 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 that's uh, colorado oklahoma respect upset this year winning this year goat to black shirts nasty clean juice health healthy.
1: So that's all we got, and we can talk about clean juice a little all bit. Right. I'm a big juicer. I yeah. love juicing. I have a juicer at home. I lived in L. A. So I feel yeah. like you kind of got to drink juice. How'd you get started into juice and clean juice?
0: Yeah. So it's it's you know it's really my wife and her partner Angela Manzito. It's their their sort of deal, uh, you know, Angela has a background in in the body, you know, medicine. She's PA, pretty much a doctor in my eyes. You know, mm-hmm. when I had COVID, she was uh, one of the people that uh, was keeping track of everything that I, you know, was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they kind of did their research. I know my wife had been talking about it for a, a while, and then I think when her and Angela. Somehow got on the topic, you know, at dinner or something one time and Angela expressed her interest in doing something like that. They just kind of naturally just, uh, you know, bonded over that. And, uh, you know, there was a few different uh, stores, you know, shops that are out there that are doing similar things. But they uh, wanted to really if they were going to do it, they they wanted it where you know a lot of these places they claim that they're health conscious and health motivated but like at the same time you know they're like do you want a uh, orange sherbet in that uh, yeah, smoothie sugar. or yeah, yeah you know so it really mattered uh, to them that it was like a real true kind of health kind of place they uh, ended up narrowing it down and and clean juice was the the route they wanted to go and uh, you know it's been it's it's been great um you know it was tough with the omaha store opening right when covid was hitting and then omaha like really shut down kind of had to to fight you know through that but seems like you know kind of come out the other end and and now we're able to you know grow that business as well but lincoln it was just you know fantastic i mean it was they broke all kinds of records yeah. you know within the 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 franchise i guess just sales and everything else they uh but the girls you know uh, angela kind of uh, deals more with in-house you know she's she's there kind of managing the place my wife uh, deals with more of like the social media side of things and the advertising and uh, all that stuff but you know they love it they're passionate about it and when they tell me retweet this or tweet that <laughs> I just say what time do you want me to do it and yeah, that's yeah. it you know they it's uh, their deal and I'll help them uh, any way that, that I can I think plan is hopefully to have some more stores throughout Nebraska and potentially into some other States. But yeah, we've, uh, the people of Nebraska have been great with putting it into like their routine or their yeah. mix of, mm-hmm. of places. It's, a uh, you know, you, it's, you go out to California or you're in New York, there's options, you know, on every street corner for yeah. kind of, you know, health like that in Nebraska, we're not on the same pace, but it's, 20 years ago, it was like, you know, something happened in California, New York. We got it like 12, 15 years later, you know, like we're we're narrowing that gap now, I think, where it's, you know, maybe five or six years sometimes, but we're Nebraska is more on top of it. There's too much knowledge and too much information out there, you know, that is at people's fingertips to know what's good for you, what's bad for you. A lot of things that People thought in terms of diet and just being healthy. These ideas, you know, about proteins and stuff like that, or people are finding out that it's it's all, as Arnold Schwarzenegger puts it, bullshit. Bullshit. (laughs) It's all bullshit. You know, in terms of like needing animal protein. I know it might not be the most popular thing in Nebraska, and I'm not saying. That people shouldn't eat what they, they don't want to eat, but the idea that you need certain types of protein, you know, if we're from certain source that we've been told since we were kids, mm-hmm. you know, is is it's lie. It's not true. Yeah. So I think everybody's always trying to educate themselves and you know, the more information that you have on on something, the better. But yeah, it's uh, you know, being able to combine something that's good for you that also Taste good. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't always the case. It was like, oh, if you're gonna eat healthy, then you basically, you know, eating like a, a rabbit, uh, <laughs> eating, you know, rabbit yep. food. And and now it's 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 different. Like, I mean, I could eat there three times a day you know breakfast lunch and dinner Mm -hmm. if you wanted to um so yeah uh hopefully uh, with the volleyball tournament coming up there to omaha and they'll need you know places to to eat hopefully you know clean juice is one of those options for for those teams we've been able been fortunate enough with some of the teams that have come into lincoln over the past few months to to play the huskers whether it be volleyball or basketball um we've been fortunate enough to get in uh with some of those those schools and uh think they've enjoyed it they've liked it yeah, so, yeah.
1: i love it everything i've gotten there is amazing stuff. yeah do you like the
0: bowls or do you do i haven't smoothies? had a bowl yet oh that's and the, i'm
1: a big bowl acai bowl yeah person.
0: my i i i like the berry bowl that's, okay. that's mine but i'm gonna get it yeah
1: so are you fully plant-based
0: yeah it's funny i was just when i was eating lunch over there today mike arthur longtime strength coach was sitting there with me and we were talking about it and it's like even somebody like that you know who is in this sort of area of work expertise i was explaining to him like hey half of the tennessee titans are plant-based um His first thing was like, well, how do the linemen, you know, keep up with that? And it's like linemen haven't had a problem with it at all. I want to say like 90 percent of the linemen are actually like at least the defensive linemen are are plant based. And it's just it's just a matter of educating yourself and the things that you can or you're supposed to eat and, you know, all that. It's just lack of education and I didn't know uh, and I always considered myself to be someone that ate pretty clean. Yeah, you just, you know, you're always learning new stuff and yeah. and that's yeah, fascinating.
1: What do you have to say to people who are wanting to eat more clean and be more plant-based that struggle with it?
0: If you go to the refrigerator hungry and you open it up and you just think, okay, what am I going to eat now? It's probably going to be a rough experience for you to live like that. You know every day like you need to be prepared you need to know kind of what your the plan is for today at least in the beginning until you figure out how to whip something up pretty quick because some of the stuff sometimes you do need to you know make a a little more seasoning on something but so for example I always used to my kids love when I would do like breaded chicken patty you know like flash fried like a chicken milanese or something mm-hmm. and they kept saying dad when are you can make it again and when are you can make it again when are you can make it again and even like your friends would come over and they would want it and <sighs> well i'm like okay how can i do this so you know they wouldn't really know so i did eggplant and i just basically flash fried the eggplant same mm-hmm. sort of like batter i changed not not using eggs and i've removed dairy dairies i actually did it because i was trying to remove inflammation from my body and maybe the biggest cause of inflammation is dairy so you just learn how to substitute certain things flaxseed and some water and basically it Mm -hmm. turns into like an egg substitute just figuring out that stuff and made the eggplant and the kids like had no idea had no idea like they weren't eating chicken you know Mm -hmm. like and and now even though you still have to be careful in some of like like i know the beyond meat is Mm -hmm. big but you and and not saying beyond meat is not good for you, but it's the same. It's no different than just regular food. You gotta yeah. still look at what they're putting into it. It may it's not be meat, processed. but it's right. still processed yeah. and stuff. So that's yeah. where you gotta be careful of.
1: Yeah,
0: that's awesome. Yeah, it's nice having the store. Um, for, Do you
1: have juice every day?
0: Uh, no. nope, nope. Yeah. and I would say probably Scott has done. A cleanse he's done more cleanses than i have that's really? for sure yeah him and his wife are, are real big supporters and not just because they want to support you know me it's they i think they they truly like to at least scott he, he It's not scott's not plant-based but um he knows like okay i've eaten like shit for like the last you know two three months he's like i gotta clean myself up a little bit and he'll do a five-day cleanse or something like that and I know with each cleanse that I've done, it's gotten a little easier. The first one, I was, like, ready to murder somebody, you know. After, like, three days, I was like, you guys want a guinea pig? Find somebody else because I'm going to kill somebody. (laughs) I needed to eat. And, uh, yeah, I just – it's now this last time I did it. It's just – a little easier and a little easier kind of know what to expect need a handful of almonds or something it's no big deal
1: i did the three-day cleanse in december after we got back from my sister's wedding we were in mexico for 14 days and then when i came back i went to angela and i was like my stomach is not right from that (laughs) mexican water so she helped me out and i was on that cleanse but i love drinking juice and what's your favorite one
0: i'm the orange i like the orange that's 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 hard. I mean, I, the white is, is like, Milk. super sweet. You know, I mean, it, like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Exactly. Drinking that. Trying to think. Sweet greens. I don't mind sweet greens.
1: I struggle with the beets one.
0: The beets, I know. But beets is so big right now for athletes, too. I've actually learned to... I, I, I'll put sliced beets on, like, my salad. And I don't mind it as bad then. But when the red, I I taken about two two gulps okay. uh, like two you know and then the same green with the green some people like the green um yeah i don't sweet green's fine green the first time the cayenne pepper uh, one is all right first batch when we first started was like a little strong so it was the first year it was the first year when scott was here or maybe the second year where the whole staff did it right as okay. training camp was opening and they must have had the mixture must have been off a little bit where there was a lot of cayenne pepper oh, in there boy. so i would bring him down you know every day and like greg austin would be there and he'd be like oh my god you know i can't do this he's like this cayenne pepper and it was all and i remember i i was doing it at the same time and i was like wow you're right this cayenne pepper is strong yeah so i said to my wife i'm like you guys need to check the <laughs> ratio of what you're doing because it's the same thing. Everybody is talking about this cayenne pepper and it's like, it definitely is a little too, too much kick to it, but they say it's good for you. So
2: well, to get into our confession game. All right. My confession is I've never had clean juice. Okay. pressed juice of any kind,
1: Nothing. done a cleanse, thing.
0: Got to try it.
1: And my confession, um, when I was in school here. You were talking about the elephant down there. I was driving, the parking lot was a little different now and I almost hit Bo Pelini in my car while he was jogging. And he looked at me like he looked at Taylor Martinez in the game when he was poking him in the chest and I was like, I'm sorry, he came out of like, it was his fault, one, because he came out from in between the cars, but I almost took Bo Pelini out. (laughs) So that's my confession.
0: Okay. That's well. I was gonna. I was gonna do this thing with 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 Grant, and when I had a broken hand, and you know, like I needed help in the shower at some point. Uh-huh. But I won't. Oh, since you brought up Bellini, I'll do that. <laughs> so right before Bo got fired, he he called me. We were not on the best of terms after remember uh, Virginia Tech game. He kind of lost his shit there on the sidelines. Ooh, uh-huh. And I was on the radio at the point at that time and I was said made a comment if you're gonna act like an asshole, you better be winning championships, you know? Like mm-hmm. that's and I'm not saying anything wrong with acting like an asshole. Like right. Sabin gets after people, get yeah. after refs, but he wins, so people right. look past that. Well, he got upset, right? He heard that uh, I said something like that, so we were pretty much then like not on speaking terms for a couple of years in there and then it kind of got to the end there where it was like is he gonna get fired is he not and he survived another year and he had Matt Davison first ask hey if Bo calls you will you talk to him I was like yeah I don't have a problem with like I don't have a problem with him I just made a comment like he's the head coach whatever you know like so he called me and he's he's like I need you in order to help to do this thing and he's like you know are you are you in i'm like coach i've never been out i'm like i've always been in i go i don't know if you you know took something the wrong way or whatever i say, i've always had your back and and this and that and uh you know we kind of patched things up and we were good to go but ultimately then he got fired <laughs> so that was the end of it not so much of a confession as just a little side note yeah
1: yeah well we appreciate yeah,
0: that yeah but if you do want to know grant had to wash certain body parts that i couldn't reach (laughs) because i had a cast on one hand and then the other one doesn't go to certain body so yeah that's the type of love that i'm trying to get for them down there (laughs) he
1: was your loofah boy that's right (laughs) so we have one question and we've kind of kept it to the end can you get coach frost on the show
0: can i get coach frost on the show?
1: You got Mario on
0: your side. I could, yeah. <laughs> well, I think we would have to both coach Mario, and I would maybe have to go to him and present it. But I will present you two in the best light possible. That uh, yes. I enjoyed my time here, yeah. and that uh, he should definitely yeah. do it.
1: Well, we love having you, and it was yeah. fun as a yeah. Any time. Well,
0: hopefully we could do it again after we've won, you know, yeah. five or six games. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And
2: we'll have different conversations. Yes, that for sure. Yeah. Okay. If we could just take uh, a few uh, you pictures. Know, you know what
0: I wanted to say, real quick? Because okay. I know a lot of people out there, they had problem, like, with when they announced, like, Jay and I were going to come back and we we're going to help out. And people were like, oh, you know, the guys from the 90s, uh, blah, 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 blah. And it was funny because I was uh, talking to Ty Robinson um, the other day, and he had said something and it was along the lines of like what we want to make sure that you know we get it back to you know where you guys were in the 90s and i t- i told them i said just enough of, no that's enough of that shit i said it's not about getting back here to the 90s like we want you guys to be better than we were we want you guys to experience everything that we we experienced it has nothing to do like the 90s the reason – I mean, yeah, we were part of that, and that was a special period in college football history. Do you know, like, mm-hmm. if T.O. stays in the game longer, it would probably win a couple more championships after that. It's probably very sabin like you yeah. know. But we're not trying to recreate anything. Scott's not trying to recreate anything, but there are a lot of things that you can take from – that period and apply it not just to you know football but anywhere it's yeah. just about commitment it's about dedication it's about you know the brotherhood it's about all of that stuff and ultimately you know putting it all together and and going out but I told him I'm like that d- don't do anything you know that you think is just going to make me happy or right. or you know remind people of the 90s the best thing that you could do is just you 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 guys take care of yourselves and and just, you know, commit to everything and and believe in everything and push each other. And and that's it. Good things will happen. You know, if you guys do that, that's that's the only thing that I want you to, you know, take from the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Work
2: hard for the people in the room and fuck everybody else. Yeah,
0: that's right. All right.
2: So that was Jason Peter. That's all we have for you. You know, three hours of interview is a pretty long time. All to get to the bottom of who
1: his loofah boy was. His loofah boy (laughs) and that he was going to work for Bo. Yeah. Which is awesome. And I'm really glad I didn't hit Bo in my car (laughs) running on campus. I am too. too. I'm glad he's still around. um, Thanks for listening. We are sorry. I am sorry that I have made you guys wait for this content. It has been a crazy time, and it's just getting crazier. There's a lot of exciting things happening in both our lives. In Kylie's. And Mine, mine's not
2: really that exciting. I'm, trying to I'm same, up.
1: I'm doing the same shit. I go to work, I come home, take care of my family, drink beer. Well, there's a lot of it's exciting things happening <laughs> in the podcast, in our lives. I will still say that. So rate, review, subscribe.
2: Oh, and check out our merchandise so yes yeah, so you can get poppin kernels t-shirts crew necks
1: mugs mm-hmm. hats mugs, stickers
2: lots of different things um you can check that out on shopredbeerzone.com for stickers kylie has all of those printed ready to send out to you so send her a message at oh. colonels poppin mm-hmm. either way you can let me know too you guys know
1: my flipping twitter handle obviously <sighs> Um, Obviously she's got nine thousand followers. So <laughs> we're
2: gonna get to ten, baby.
1: I'm just trying to get to three, just so I can be one third as cool. <laughs> one as third you. is cool. One third is cool. I need oh. three thousand followers. We can make it so. happen. We can make Megan's happen. followers grow like alfalfa sprouts.
2: <laughs> it's weird. It's weird.
1: Sometimes yeah. they do, sometimes they don't. It like it, yeah. it kind of just like fluctuates. Yeah. But I feel like I'm growing at a good Pace yeah, right now, yeah. but it's nothing like Hot Mess Husker. So but when
2: I get to <laughs> ten thousand, that's when my daughter has told me I can officially call myself an influencer.
1: Oh, watch so. out! Oh, and follow us on Instagram oh, yeah. also. And then, I think feedback. we should do a giveaway. We've been talking oh, about yeah. giveaways for a long time. Yeah, we um, have actually. We, we have multiple things to give away.
2: Um, we've tried a couple different things where we did like a pick the score and then mm-hmm. we, we lost and then we, we lost know, we the game the score. Um, and then we did a couple other things. Yet yeah, For followers. And so we have a few things saved up, um, that we need to give away.
1: Yeah. We have some good prizes and some sweet treats coming. Yeah. So we have a lot of stuff to give away. So if Megan hits 10,000 and I hit 3000, we will give away... Ten total giveaways. Perfect, I like it. So rate, review, subscribe. We don't know when we are going to be back after this, but it'll be soon. It will not yeah. be
2: months down the road. No, this time. I'm it hoping will not make you wait.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping within the next five days we can talk to someone. So hit us up. And as always, go be red. Go big red.